Welcome to today's broadcast, The Beauty of Grace. I'm Dr. Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. Today's message, I would like to talk to you about operating in the blessing. Now, so many times there's so much controversy about the blessings of God. You know, does God want us to be blessed? And most people believe that God does want us to be blessed. Most people definitely do want to be blessed. Now, there's some people that have some misconceptions about blessings and and anointings and the favor of God on our lives, but there's a difference between the love of God and the blessing of God. His love is unconditional. There's nothing you can do to make Him love you any more or to make Him love you any less. But His blessings have conditions. He loves me because of who He is, and He blesses me because of what I believe. I didn't initiate his love for me, but I do initiate his blessings for me. Now, how many of you know that there's a blessing that's been placed upon us? And that blessing is the anointing of God, the presence of God. If you know, go back, Melchizedek blessed Abraham when he met him. The high priest Melchizedek. He blessed Abraham. And because of that blessing, you and I are operating that blessing. But the blessing of the Lord... God instilled some principles in the body of Christ, like sowing and reaping. And and if you do the right thing and you sow the right thing, then you're going to get blessings back. Never has a farmer sit and kept all his corn in the barn and then he didn't plant any corn and he got a corn harvest. That's not going to happen because that's the laws of sowing and reaping. And God established these laws that operate the blessing of God. Now look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing, now if you'll notice that's singular, the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we see here, and in Hebrew, in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22, the blessing of the Lord maketh a man rich, but he adds no sorrow to it. The word sorrow is tolling or laboring or, or trying to manifest and make it happen or trying to accumulate. You know, I love what Proverbs 10, 6, and 7 said. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. So, I am I'm the one who chooses the blessing that happens in my life. And so there must be some relationship here that takes place because blessings are not, a, not an accident. They're not determined by fate or by chance. They are an uncontrolled action of an unpredicted God. They are not an uncontrolled, uncontrolled action of an unpredicted God. You and I make decisions that create our circumstances. God gives the power to participate in the progress of life. Now, what does that mean? Blessings don't happen where they're needed, but where they're believed. We rarely reach for things that are that we truly need, but we always reach for things that we truly desire. The proof of desire is the pursuit. So we see that, that what God is trying to do in our lives, that He's blessed us, that we all are operating in a level of blessing. Now, as I begin to operate the functions and the blessings and the laws of the principles, There's nothing I can do to make God love me any more. There's nothing I can do to make Him love me any less. But I've got to believe His principles. You know, people say, well, Pastor, do I have to tithe? Absolutely not. You do not have to tithe. You get to tithe. 
So you say, well, if I don't tithe, then I won't be blessed. Well, do we operate under the curse because you don't tithe? I believe we're redeemed from the curse of the law. I don't believe the blessings of God and the favor of God and the financial blessings are going to follow you around if you don't tithe. And you say, well, Pastor, do you believe in sowing and reaping? Absolutely. Uh, Genesis 8.22 said, as long as the earth, there's, there's, there's seed time and harvest, as long as there's the heat and, and cold, as long as there's earth remains, there's going to be a production that's going to take place in law. So we see this happening. But so many people put guilt and fear on people. Well, if you don't tithe, then you're going to be cursed. No, you're just not going to be blessed financially. You're not going to be blessed in that area, that arena of your life. Do you have to do it to go to heaven? Absolutely not. You have to believe that Jesus is Lord, and that's the only thing it takes. And so we got to realize today that as we begin to grow in the things of God, we begin to experience a greater level of God, we get to do these things. We get to operate in these things. We get to multiply these things. We get to sow these things. We get to increase and see the joy of the Lord begin to operate in our life. You know, back in Genesis 12 and 3, he said, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And he knew all the families of the earth will be blessed. He was talking about Abraham here. He said, Abraham, I'm going to bless everybody that blesses you, and I'm going to curse everybody that curses you. Now, think about that just a moment. we got to realize that as I begin to give and I begin to sow, see, I believe that heaven came down to earth to invade earth. And I believe that we as individuals have brought heaven down. There's a whole lot of people going through hellacious times in their life, mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically. And I believe that we've come to bring peace into that situation. I believe that what's going on in heaven ought to be going on right here on earth. And I think that was God's plan all the time. But I think we've got to learn to operate in the blessings and understand that this is God's beauty of grace.